Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And the cars for back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. So being a Protestant, I really don't know all these Catholic holidays. I'll lean on you, Bax. I know Sunday is Easter. Sunday is Easter. What is today? Is today it... is Good Friday. Okay. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Okay, uh, I got that one. Tomorrow would be uh, Easter Vigil. Okay. And then uh, then Easter. All right. And then you have like uh, several weeks of the Easter season. Gotcha. And then Passover also this weekend through next weekend. I know yeah. that much. So you got that. So yeah. there's a lot... There's a lot going on, and a lot of people aren't even working today. We really? are not, we are not among those who are uh, blessed with a day off. Uh, Jane Seymour joins us today. How about that? Yeah. Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. Right. She's, She's a, a brand new show out on uh, Acorn and AMC called uh, Harry Wild, mm-hmm. where she plays the title role. That sounds dirty, but isn't, by the way. It's not. Harry Wild. Not at all. Mm. It's actually short for something. Anyway, there's that. A lot of other stuff coming up this morning. It's uh, just about 5.35 with Back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. This week, it's a Thunderbird Thursday with Back Steve and Dave. Tune in around 8.15 when we'll talk hockey with Springfield. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 5.51. And the Allman Brothers with Back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Partly late with a lack of interest this morning. Uh, it is uh, going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 68 tomorrow. Rainy with a high of 65. It's 45 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. Oh, yeah, I got to push that button. Yeah, do that. There you go. There you have it. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Oh, my favorite comedian, Amy Schumer, claims she was uh, trolled for calling Will Smith's infamous 2022 Oscar slap uh, traumatizing. Mm. People made fun of me for saying that was traumatizing, the Life After Beth star said on Sirius uh, XM's some sort of radio show that uh, interviews people. I'm not aware uh, of that. Uh, of what they you do never heard that. of that? Uh, nope. No, nope. mm-hmm. I, I have no idea. I'm not even uh, aware of what XM is. She then uh, clarified, but I don't think it was traumatizing for me. I think it was uh, traumatizing for all of us. However, Schumer, Schumer previously wrote in a now-deleted Instagram post after Smith slapped Chris Rock on stage, uh, still triggered and traumatized. She added, I love my friend Chris Rock and believe he handled it like a pro. Stayed up there and gave an Oscar to his friend Questlove, and the whole thing was just so disturbing. You know what else is disturbing? Mm. Amy Schumer's comedy. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Haven't, haven't people been through enough tragedy? I mean, that's that's really... What's the word she used, you said? Uh, traumatized. Traumatizing. Yeah, traumatizing. I uh, feel like I was able to uh, get over the Chris Rock thing relatively quickly. Yes. I don't uh, feel any PTSD. I'm not having flashbacks. Like before it even happened. Yes. You were over it. I was kind of over it almost, I'd say, even as early as five years ago. (laughs) Uh, People online are speculating that Kim Kardashian photoshopped Pete Davidson's nose and jawline in her latest post because it looks like he no longer has a bump on his nose and his jawline is more chiseled. Someone even did a side-by-side comparison with another picture of Pete to prove that she did that. Red flag. Yeah. Red flag in that relationship. (laughs) Kim must have had something to say. Mm, No, she didn't. A source uh, came to Kim's defense and said uh, Pete's nose and neck appearance were not altered in any way. The image shown in the side-by-side shows his face at a different angle, and he's uh, smiling larger, so it can't be an apples-to-apples comparison. You see, Dave, this is what we were talking about yesterday. Mm -hmm. You were wondering who the hell's watching this show. Right. 
You, you got important stories like this. I know. And you're going to sit there on your high horse and say, I don't watch this show. Do you realize what you're missing? <laughs> yes, I do. I don't think you have <laughs> any know. idea what you're missing. And by the way, speaking of red flags in that relationship where she wants to Photoshop his face because obviously she's not happy with aspects of his face. I had a girlfriend one time who wanted me to get surgery to remove all of my acne scarring that still exists. Can from- you do that? You can, but it's expensive and it doesn't necessarily work. How so, about Spackle that you got, say, like at a good I, place like Rocky's Ace Hardware? I good tried, people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware I location. tried backs, but I, I couldn't get a Spackle to match my skin color, so. Huh. That is well, a waste I, of money mm-hmm. because uh, you think about it, you just have something that millions of other people have. So it's, you know what I mean? It is what it is. It's yeah, character. You, and, can't, and, you can't change it. And it was a red flag in that relationship, I'll tell you. That was the red flag? One of them. Well, well I just was going to say. Sure. Six <laughs> flags doesn't have that many flags. I was going to say, that sounds like there was many red flags leading up to that one moment. There were. And then later, yeah. I found out after we had gone our separate ways, she was photoshopping her own pictures on Facebook. She was skinny to begin with, skinny as a rail, and yet she had that thing called dysmorphia, where wow. she thought she was fat. Yeah. And so, found a picture of her posing on the beach where the shoreline didn't quite match up right with the ocean there you go it's just he had like a like the half of the sunset was <laughs> yeah, over here yeah. and the other half was over in exactly. the water exactly she tried to hey. uh, make herself look thinner in the picture that's, that's a, a weird sandbar that's a snowdrift <laughs> that's a weird looking reflection why is the reflection of the sun on the left side of the photo but the sun is actually on the right <laughs> Unbelievable. side Unbelievable. Oh, that doesn't match up like a full circle must be a time zone thing uh, well, if you think you had a bad relationship, try doing this Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. A video deposition of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's former marriage counselor was shared yesterday at their defamation trial. Dr. Laurel Anderson counseled them back in 2015 when she said it was mutual abuse. She said she saw mutual abuse. He had uh, been well controlled, I think, for most 20 or 30 years. Both were victims of abuse in their homes, but I thought he had been uh, well controlled for decades. And then with with Miss Heard, he was triggered, and they engaged in what I saw as mutual abuse. Triggered. Dr. Uh, Anderson also said that Amber would initiate fights to keep Johnny with her, and that it was also a, quote, point of pride to Amber if she felt disrespected to initiate a fight. Hard this, to believe that didn't last. It's hard to believe that uh, your entire life gets thrown out there in a court of public opinion, not even really about a, a civil trial. Well, I mean, if... Yeah, I'm. I'm sure this would be uh, no big deal if they were just every everyday people. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, we, we we wouldn't even be talking about it. No, but but now see, that they're famous, you have to talk about it. But I bet you there's some uh, marriage fights that are way better than this that would be uh, better aired out. You know, private ones. Yes, but none of them are are yeah. Johnny Depp. That's true. Amber also told the counselor that if Johnny was going to leave her to de-escalate a fight, she would strike him to keep him there just because she was afraid of being abandoned. Good tactic. Wow, they both sound like they were made for each other. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Wheel of Fortune this week, Pat Sajak asked Vanna White if she's ever watched Opera in the Buff. It was a silly joke, but people are treating him uh, like the next Harvey Weinstein. Uh, some even want him fired. You know what? Working together <laughs> that many years, mm-hmm. and that's one comment that you make? I don't think anybody needs to be canceled over this. How upset is Vanna White over this? Probably not. She's probably heard much worse from Sajak, both on and behind the camera. You got you got to think about it this way. How many people actually watch Wheel of Fortune now? Probably like a certain level of, you know, maybe 35 and above right. wa- watch the actual show. Mm-hmm. 
The people that are saying they want him fired are probably people that never even watched Wheel of Fortune and only watch clips on YouTube or Twitter yeah. or anything else. They got no lifetime history with yeah. the guy. I don't know. Usually with lifetime history, you'd think you'd uh, you think you'd know a lady that you could say, right. "Hey, do you watch opera in the buff?" I really want to know what her answer was. See, that's the thing. Like that that's the kind of person I am. That's what I want to know. I think what I saw that audio somewhere. Yeah. We could grab that for uh, now hear this. Well, we don't have to. I'm just mm-hmm. saying like you know, everybody leaves everything out of context. Mm-hmm. What what did she say? Good point. I'm just trying to get this music to kind of fizzle out so I can just <laughs> Kind of get at you know I'm on vacation very very soon. Oh, from now. that's right. In his yeah. head right now, he's already there. I'm already gone, and that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. I am. The following takes place between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. It is 6:01 on Rock 102. We'll have mid 60s today with sun, low 60s with rain tomorrow, low. 50s and sun on Easter Sunday, and the weather is brought to you by Bank ESB. As a local bank, they have convenient tools, smart banking technology, and personalized financial support to set you on the right path. Unlock your potential at bankesb.com. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Starting with basketball, the Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets with Kyrie Irving. This Sunday, game one of the playoffs. Some concern about... Celtics star Jalen Brown fasting during Ramadan, as that might apply to his energy levels. We'll keep an eye on that. Hockey, Ottawa beat the Bruins last night 3-2. In the AHL, the Thunderbirds against Charlotte tonight and tomorrow night at the Mass Mutual Center. Football, remember that football that Tom Brady threw as his final touchdown pass It then went to auction and sold for $518,000? Well, of course, Brady then unretired after he retired. So the sale... Of that game ball has been voided, according to Leland's auctions, due to the unique nature of Brady's decision to return 40 days after he first announced his retirement. And less than 24 hours after the auction closed, no money exchanged. So the agreement was simply nullified. Hey, the USFL begins their new season tomorrow, first time since 1986. And in baseball, Red Sox were idle yesterday. They begin a series against Minnesota hosting the Twins tonight at Fenway. Yesterday in big league ball, Seattle beat the White Sox 5-1. to So windy in Chicago that the White Sox got a run out of two consecutive infield pop-ups that were dropped. One, two. Popped up again. All right, Gilbert. Everybody's on the case. And eventually Crawford puts it on the deck. Now this is the way to attack Seattle this afternoon. <laughs> Put it up in the vortex at 2-1. to one. That's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next in his view from the couch, Bax tells you about a Hornets player in the NBA that was fined for a dastardly act the other night. All the details straight ahead on Rock 102. And now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, remember when we were kids and our Little League coaches would attempt to teach us stuff like sportsmanship and fair play? Granted, that was a long time ago, and I barely remember anything that they'd say, but I do vaguely recall that was important to people at one point. Today, however, all that good sportsmanship business is out the window, and that's why the NBA has chosen to fine Miles Bridges of the Charlotte Hornets $50,000 
for his behavior during Charlotte's loss to the Atlanta Hawks on Wednesday night. You see, as the Hawks were busy getting pounded, or, or the Hawks were busy pounding the living bejesus out of the Hornets, 132 to 103, a difference of 29 points, forward Miles Bridges was called for goaltending in the fourth quarter. To protest this call, he emphatically stated his case to one of the uh, referees and then was assessed a pair of technical fouls, which led to his immediate ejection from the game. As he stormed off towards the locker room in disgust, Miles then removed the sloppy mouth guard from his drooling chow hole and chucked it into the stands. It's also said that the mouth guard sailed through the air, landed on an unsuspecting ticket-paying fan. Now, had that greasy mouth guard landed in my drink or my State Farm Arena nachos, I would have been outraged. I also would have demanded a refund, and frankly, I'm not sure one was ever offered to the victim in this case. Nevertheless, Miles Bridges is now on the hook to pay $50,000 for his unsportsmanlike behavior. Because in the NBA, you are not allowed to take something out of your mouth that is covered in your filthy saliva and throw it at people, especially during a pandemic. Listen, I realize the dude was swept up in the moment and getting hit with a mouth guard probably wasn't personal. But if this were... But if it were in the path of this thing uh, and this bacteria spreading trajectory, someone would be hearing from my ambulance chasing attorney because I'm pretty sure I'd have a good solid case. But hey, it's my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You got an Ace Rewards card, right? It's, in the, it's a great way to get instant rebates right at the register at Rocky's. No mail-in nonsense, no uh, redeem online rigmarole. Get the Ace Rewards card today. There's nothing to it. You just sign up. And as always, you get the best deals at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch.
Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 611 and Aerosmith with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's uh, going to be uh, mostly uh, cloudy, I guess. Mix of sun and clouds with a high of 68 today. Tomorrow, uh, thunderstorms with a high of 65. It's 45 right now in downtown Springfield. So here's an interesting one. A TikTok user named Amber Smith has gone viral sharing her story about going on a first date with a guy. Mm-hmm. This is a guy she met on Hinge. Now I don't I'm not I'm not familiar with this stuff. So I know I know Tinder. I know what that is. I'm not sure what is Hinge. Well, it's probably just another one of these uh dating sites. Okay. Let I didn't know see. if there was like a theme to Hinge or whatever. While you're looking that up, I'll tell it, you that the guy proposed or the, and on the first date? No. That's pro- crazy. That's jumping the gun, don't you think? <laughs> Let me use a different word. The guy's idea about the first date was to go to Target. A guy has ideas on the first what? date? Man, he's jumping the gun, isn't he? Yeah. He says, let's go to Target on our first date. And she accepted. The idea was, hey, you know, we hmm. could do some grocery shopping if things go really wrong, but we might have some fun just wandering around the aisles. Yeah. And she said they had a great time wandering around, looking at stuff. Yeah, making comments, people watching, that kind of thing. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, right? that's that's all right. I mean, it wouldn't be you know where I would take somebody on a first date. Well, I mean, my wife and I, our first date was at the Munich House. Really? Yeah, over there, over schnitzels and shanks. Man, you want to talk about setting yourself right. up right? You get a shank. I don't mind a yeah. shank, and I do like a good schnitzel. I uh, bet you do. This woman who met her first date at Target said she would have rejected the first date uh, date idea if it had been a Walmart. Oh, she yeah. said she would have drawn the line. Whoa, 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 Target's, whoa, a, little, Target's just, a little bit more sophisticated. I'm just quoting here Listen, the story. I'm just the messenger. That sounds like a fun date, the mm-hmm. people watching part. Sure. You go to a Walmart and that's where the best people are. Right? You know, it's no it's I think it's less about what the actual first date is versus the person that you're on the first date with. Sure. If that person can make it fun, you wouldn't even care where you're supposed to be. Good yeah, point. But, but you're taking a risk because you never really know whether the person you're talking about has the capacity to make fun mm-hmm. of other people at a Target. Yes. Well, that's why you go on first dates at Target, so yes. you can find that information out. And See, that I, would, only- I would say Target's more like a second or third date. I no, I'm I'm with Steve on this. I think it's a good idea there or Walmart or even I don't know, even Costco. If you of course you need a membership to Costco, don't you? You do, yeah. 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 But but I think not only seeing if they have the capacity to have fun in that atmosphere, make fun of others, but make fun of themselves as yeah. well. That's yeah. an important one. It is, you know. And I think uh, again, uh, going on a date at a Target doesn't sound like a bad idea. You're not spending a couple hundred bucks on dinner and drinks. It's very expensive to go dating. Like, it's not like it's a cheap venture. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're not spending anything unless you happen to pick up a few grocery items while you're there at Target. Like she said, that's what they would do if things went wrong. They could just sort of go their separate ways in different aisles and do their shopping. I suppose. But on the other hand, um, Target isn't exactly what I would call a romantic hotspot. I don't know if anybody's ever... I've never seen anybody even make out at a Target. What was a what was your worst first date of all the people in your lifetime that you've ever went on a date with? <sighs> the worst first date. I'll go first since okay. he's struggling with yeah. that no, right I'm not, now. I'm not struggling, but, but go ahead. Oh, oh you want to go first? You can go no, ahead. No, 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 I'm sure your, your story Oh, my God, just go. Go. Ground round. Ground. Oh, yeah. Ground <laughs> round. Oh, that, that usually the beginning and the end of any uh, <laughs> relationship. <laughs> I think there was popcorn all over the floor. Well, that's, that's a ground round. Yeah. 
Uh, when, so that was horrible. Yeah, I guess when you go to a place where nobody's in. Yeah, but what was so bad about the date? Was it the person that you met? Yep. Okay. Yep. And and, and so to your point, like yeah. if 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 it had been somebody that I liked, I think it would have been fine. Was so. she eating the nuts off the floor? <laughs> well, it, she she looked like she had in the past. Let's put it that really? way. Really? Oh, yes. Hey, all right. Was this this like sounds a, like a party girl. Was this a blind date? Did you not know who you were getting involved with? Correct. Here? Correct. Ah, yes. Yeah, that's always yeah. Mm-hmm. A blind date at a ground round. Wow. That, that had success written all over it. But you know what? Blind, they're all blind dates. You go on uh, sure. you go on these dating sites, and these people don't look like anything mm-hmm. that they look like in the pictures because of all these Instagram filters and everything else that you can put on there to make yourself look better. Yeah. I think my worst first date, and it was the only date I had with this woman, mm-hmm. uh, is we went out. Uh, it, it was a, it was a, We were set up uh, by a mutual friend. Yep. And I'm trying to remember where we went. I want, it was it was like a like an amusement park or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was going to be like an all day affair. Yeah, that's a lot of time to play. It, yeah, something. it was way too long because I yes. after like ten minutes, I'm like, there's got to be a way. Four out of hour this. max. Is there a way I could injure myself on a ride? Or could I toss her off the yeah, tilt? Well, world? there was that too. Yeah. Um. She had. A bad laugh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, really bad. Like, it sounded like someone was beating a seal to death. But was she good looking? <laughs> she wasn't bad looking. Yeah. She was, I mean, she wasn't. But on, not good looking enough where you could overlook the bad laugh. No. Yeah. Because once once I heard the laugh, I'm like, uh, it was like, it was so jarring and, uh, and, and, and freakish. Could, could you capture it for us? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yes. Like she inhaled when she was going to laugh <laughs> as opposed to exit. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she thought everything was funny. And it's like, oh, yeah. and, and, and I was. I well, was you're per- a funny guy. You was, can't not be funny. Right. Are you being funny now? I'm being a little bit funny. But after like 20 minutes, I stopped being funny. And like I almost like stopped engaging in regular conversation. Because you didn't, didn't want to trigger the. I didn't yeah. want her to laugh anymore. It's like enough is enough. Gotcha. And you know, like four and a half hours at an amusement park. <laughs> And all she wanted to do is have a good time. And mm-hmm. when she's on the rides, she giggles. <laughs> <laughs> all day. Love it. Terrible. Yeah. I went on a date. To... If I have to call you out on your drinking habits, then that's a problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like when the Rolling Stones kicked McTaylor out of the band because of his drug problems. I went on a, I went on a date. This is going back about three years ago or mm-hmm. so. I went on a date. Uh, it was very nice, very nice girl. She's very pretty. Uh, she didn't have a bad laugh. Uh, we got along very well. Uh, until we uh, went out for dinner, and mm-hmm. you know she had like one glass of wine at dinner, and then right. uh, then she wanted to to go to the casino to to hang out, and I said yeah sure because it was very cold out. It was a like a winter day, winter mm-hmm. night, <laughs> okay. and uh, she she basically drank like two bottles of wine within less than two hours. Really? Yeah, she kept going around to each one wow. of the things at the a kiosk at MGM. So she was a pro. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you know, I buy the first drink I buy, I buy her a wine and a glass of soda, and it came to seventeen dollars. And I'm like, you're on your own for the rest of the night. <laughs> Thank you very much. Good move. And uh, yeah, she had she had about uh, eight glasses of wine mm-hmm. within t- within two hours, and. Um, she was blasted, and then the, when the babysitter was texting me, there was something wrong with my my daughter. I'm texting. I'm saying, excuse me. I just have to text this babysitter back. And this this girl was like, "You're so effing rude. You're so rude." Oh boy. And I'm like, "Why? Mm. You're texting your babysitter 
whatever, you know, that, guy, that kind yeah. of <laughs> like, belligerence. How, how yeah. dare you care about the health and well-being of your children? So then, uh, you know, uh, the, the, and then we get back into my, my truck because, I like, I've had enough of this. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm done with this. It's time for you to go. Right. And uh, we get back into into my uh, my truck, and she and this would be a Seinfeld thing today. She attached her phone to my Bluetooth in the car. Oh, she Bluetooth, you know, like wow. that, that would be. A, yeah, you don't do that to somebody's car. No, that's a very personal thing. That Bluetooth thing is your own. Actually, going to your yeah. phone, not her phone. So, so double then she, dip. She puts on. Mm-hmm. She puts on. Uh, uh, comfortably numb oh well that's not too bad and then proceeds to do air guitar <laughs> to oh the guitar wow. solo yeah and then says and then every once in a while turning the music down going you're so rude you know that you're really really wow rude. yeah red flag all over that one yeah oh yeah the uh, the red flag came in the form of a cocktail umbrella uh <laughs> In the beginning of the night. So uh, there was not a second date? There was not a second date. Oh, uh, it uh, didn't really work out that well. Uh-huh. But uh, again, if, if I have to call you out yep. on your drinking. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down there. <laughs> You're not, this ain't a beer guzzling championship, right? Okay. Wow, that's yeah. that's an interesting story. Yeah, well, yeah, and that, was, that was the end of that one. I think all three of us have... Uh, have Congratulations. Mm-hmm. done very well yes. here. Mm-hmm. 621 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. What do you like? Rock 102, good morning. Uh, Jane Seymour is going to be joining us uh, next hour. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Quinn, medicine mm-hmm. woman. she got a brand new show on uh, AMC. Also, uh, Acorn is where you can, uh, which I didn't even realize was a thing, but that's a, another streaming service, so she'll tell you all about that uh, coming up uh, after 7 o'clock. Today I Learned was brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Today you can learn how Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. And now it's time for Today I Learned with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. He is so on vacation already, you can hear it in his voice. <laughs> yes. You can hear it. I, yep. I left yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, today I learned that Tommy Davidson, the uh, comedian and actor from In Living Color, yeah. mm-hmm. was abandoned in a pile of trash at 18 months old. And also abandoned again when they canceled the show. Yes, he was rescued and adopted by a white family. Hmm. Isn't that uh, wow. that's pretty interesting? Wow. I, I did not know that. You see, uh, one man's trash is another man's celebrity. Oh, I see what you did. You he see, did a, that's a Macklemore we're, reference. We're isn't gonna grow up. We're gonna make him grow up and be a Hollywood kid. Now who's paying the bills, huh? Hollywood, Hollywood kid. kid. And there you go. That's today. I learned. I want to get the hell out of here. Rock 102. Coming up next in the Rock 102 news, a lawsuit. Some parents are leveling against the Ludlow School Committee. Find out the details next. Imagine a job where every day is an opportunity to collaborate and contribute, helping to make products that make a difference. Eppendorf is a leading life sciences company seeking motivated individuals to join our manufacturing team in Enfield. Enjoy a competitive rewards package including health, financial, and education benefits. No experience necessary. If you're ready to work, we're ready to train you. Launch your career at Eppendorf. Apply today at corporate.eppendorf.com. Lemon meringue pie. You making it yourself? Randall's Farm will make it for you. Serve it at your Easter gathering. Or if you're a guest, show up with a pie or two from Randall's. There's lemon meringue, chocolate cream, 
banana cream, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Randall's kielbasa is locally made. The Boar's Head sweet sliced ham is oven ready. You better get a loaf of Chamorro's Polish rye, Easter baskets, and everything to go in them. Mass Pike Ludlow exit. Turn right. It's all at Randall's Farm. You gotta wonder why Clark and Kensington paint doesn't cost like twice as much. Check the ratings and reviews. Clark and Kensington's right up there. But when it comes to price per gallon, it's way down here. Clark and Kensington, the house brand paint at Rocky's Ace Hardware. Paint and primer all in one. Does that actually work? Yeah, it works great and saves a lot of time and money. Got a painting project? Get Clark and Kensington, the house brand paint at Rocky's Ace Hardware. Valley Venture Mentors has a new partnership with the Western Massachusetts Economic Development Council. This exciting new chapter for Valley Venture Mentors is the cover story in the new Business West. Also in Business West, the future of work, technology and the need for training, tips for smart tax planning, and back to school. Area colleges are seeing an uptick in applications and enrollment. In the community spotlight this issue, the town of Palmer. Plus, focus on banking and financial services, on education and nonprofits. The vital business news in Western Mass is in Business West. Calling all electricians. Is your career currently less than you expected? Would you like a better work environment, steady pay, and advancement opportunities? You can with U.S. Subaki in Chicopee. U.S. Subaki is a Tier 1 supplier of top-quality timing drive systems to the global automotive industry. There's probably one in your car right now. U.S. Subaki has openings for electricians on first or second shift. So change the energy of your career path and apply at ussubaki.com today. 633. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Well, well, before you start, Dave, yeah. let me just uh, give you a traffic update. Uh, Route 202 in Holyoke uh, from the Westfield line into Holyoke is closed. Now, there's probably an accident there. But they're not. Uh, they diverted the traffic to whatever the road is that goes alongside of 202 on that Hampton Ponds intersection. There. Uh-huh. And you go up that, and that goes into Appremont Way, and that would bring you back out on 202. Well, that portion is closed too, or it was as about an hour ago, and uh, it looks like they were, you know, going to be there for a while. That sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. Well, then when you get up to that intersection where you think you're going to go back to 202, there was a big 53 foot tractor trailer trying to turn around. Oh, mm. boy. So uh, don't go that way. Okay. Go the other way, whatever way that is. Or call in sick. It is after all a good Friday. It's a day of holy obligation. Yeah, there's a lot of people who are not working today. My wife's not working today. Good. We yeah, are. Yeah, no, it's good. But I'm. But like you know, she's she's sleeping in, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I gotta go. And I would like to stay home uh, to see to uh, to celebrate the mm-hmm. you know some faith. Do I you, guess. Now, do you go home on the days that she's home and go, ah? Oh, I've been up for four hours. Of course I do. Yeah. I need to take a break and a nap. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. What, to, what then, married man working four and a half hours a day putting his nose to the grindstone wouldn't do that? Well, I'm sure she comes home from a day at school and goes, I just put in 10 hours today. I just want some peace. And you go, oh, no, I'm sorry. I... I worked so hard on my four-hour radio show. It's exhausting. I think uh, what we have learned about each other mm-hmm. is, you know, so when I go home, I like to be in silence. I don't put music on. Mm. I don't turn the TV on. I just, I just, I just 
sit there for a little bit just in silence because I've been just been subjected to four and a half hours of inane conversations and goofy observations. I and, hear you. Yeah, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, and and she's the same way. You know, she's a teacher. She comes home from school. The last thing she wants is to have me ask, raising my hand, ask a lot of questions. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> I, 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 I afford her the respect of saying a little bit of time before I start uh, you know, becoming a yep. pain in the ass. So Mrs. Mrs. Baxendale, can I go to the bathroom? Yeah, I, I will ask questions next period. I lay down on my back on the bed and put a pillow over my face. That's what I do. To is block it? out all the light. Oh. I, 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 is that I, where you I, scream your loneliness <laughs> in your pillow, too? That's it. <laughs> I, I was wondering like, if it uh, you know, brought back old memories of uh, other times with ex-wives and stuff. There had been one that threatened to smother me in my sleep a few times, and huh. she was Sicilian, so I kind of was scared about right, listen, that. Listen, I, I, I don't want to draw those kinds of have, uh, parallels. Have, have the police ever showed up at your apartment with a noise ordinance ticket uh, saying, please, <laughs> your neighbors, uh, they don't want to hear your cries anymore? <laughs> no. Oh, but uh, the neighbors themselves make a lot of noise. Oh, I bet they do. I'll I'm say sure. that. Yeah, they try to, like, oh, my God, this guy's so lonely next to us. Let's <laughs> let's do some effing. Well, keeps me company, at least. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's sort of sex by proxy for me, you know, yeah, if I can hear go. it going uh, on. That's it. It's almost like you're having it, too. <laughs> exactly. Almost is the key word there. Hey, if you're headed down the pike to go to the Boston Marathon on Monday, no worries. According to the Mass State Police, there are no credible threats to Boston. Boston or the Boston Marathon in the wake of the New York City subway shooting and bombing that occurred last week. Scott Warmington of the Mass State Police saying they're well prepared to respond to any situation. The shooting in Brooklyn critically injured multiple people. Actually, this past Tuesday morning, I should correct, when a gunman wearing a gas mask threw two smoke grenades onto the train and then opened fire. Won't happen in Boston. At least we're crossing our fingers no, on that. not. So, Dom Sarno had a big smile on his face yesterday. He released a picture for public consumption. Why, you might ask? Well, because two weeks after losing at the State Court of Appeals, Eversource resolved its decade-long property tax dispute with the city of Springfield, and they cut a check to Dom Sarno that he held up proudly with that smile I just mentioned, the check for $41,189,502.37. I'm holding up this check with both hands. <laughs> so it doesn't bounce, hey. if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, there you yeah. go. There you have yeah. it, yes. Uh, he was in receipt of the payment from Eversource yesterday. That put an end to the disagreement that began. You have any idea how long this has been going on? Ten years. years. 2012, exactly right, yeah. guys. Yep. Now, uh, does he get to sign it himself? I don't know. I mean, who good, endorses like, something like that? I don't know. It's a good question. I would he, love to endorse a $41 million check. Mm -hmm. He does look like he just won the publisher's clearing. <laughs> yes, <now>. yes. <laughs> hey, where's that Ed McMahon? <laughs> oh, he died? Don't they have anybody in his place? Come over here. Present me with this big-ass check. And why is this so small? It looks so much bigger on TV. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the pool. You know, this is the perfect opportunity for Eversource to go, hey, we really need to raise our rates now mm -hmm. by $41 million. Right. The Springfield Police Department asking for the public's help in finding a 69-year-old man. According to a social media post by the Springfield Police Department, 69-year-old John Karkovich left his home Wednesday without a phone or an ID. He's 5'10". He weighs 260 and was last seen wearing a green shirt, blue jeans, a black jacket, 
and white sneakers with glasses. So if you see them or see somebody that fits this description, you should call the Springfield Police Department. Absolutely. 69-year-old guy wandering around somewhere. That's the uh, unfortunate piece, and I, you know, I'm not going to speculate on this case specifically, but uh, you know, having had a mother who was dealing with Alzheimer's and uh, you know, forgetfulness and things like that, uh, people tend to walk away, and they think that they're going somewhere, mm-hmm. but they yeah. really have nowhere to go, and it's yeah. uh, it's a sad thing. So hopefully, this guy gets found. Meantime, two sets of parents have filed a federal lawsuit against the Ludlow School Committee and school administrators. It's all over the district's gender identity policies at Paul L. Baird Middle School. The lawsuit filed in U.S. District Court earlier this week names the Ludlow School Committee, also interim superintendent Lisa Namath, former superintendent Todd Gazda, Baird Middle School principal Stacy Monette, and also the school counselor, Marie-Claire Foley. And even the former librarian is named in this suit The librarian? Well. Yes. What does she have to do with any of this? What's, I don't or know. The, the lunch ladies uh, absolved <laughs> of this? I guess. So what's the suit about? The lawsuit yeah. argues the school district is violating parents' civil rights by allowing transgender or gender-fluid students, and that's the first time I've ever seen that phrase, gender-fluid students, I guess on their way maybe to some sort of gender... Reassignment? Anyway, they're allowing, the school district is allowing students to adopt different names and pronouns without keeping their parents in the loop. These are middle school kids allowed to do that at school, and the parents don't even know about it, which is why the parents have filed a lawsuit. You know, I don't don't, uh, have any uh, objection to uh, you know, people who are transitioning, right? I, I really, I really, truly, right. I agree. Don't, mm-hmm. but at a certain age in a kid's development, parents need to be involved in these kinds of things. Pretty much every age, I find that out because my son is thirty-five. He's getting married tomorrow, and he still needs some guidance. Sure, but after the age of eighteen, yep. then the, those decisions are his to make. Um, but prior to that, and yes. especially you're talking about middle school age kids who are going through all kinds of identity issues to begin with, mm-hmm. just a natural part of their development. If something is going on, parents should be informed, uh, you know, and and you know how you proceed beyond that is something that a family needs to deal with together mm-hmm. shouldn't necessarily be all in the hands of the school and and uh let's put it this way if your if your kid was acting out in class in any other way right something that may be disruptive in class a parent's going to get told a, you know a parent is going to be informed by the school listen this there's a situation going on i don't know why that would be any different than anything else that might go on in a school exhibit a in this lawsuit is an email that one of the kids sent to her teachers and counselor. And this email was apparently kept from the parents. The email says, in part, you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. And this is from the kid to his teachers Uh and the counselors at school. Quote, I have an announcement to make, and I trust you guys with this information. I am genderqueer. Basically means I use pronouns of a different type. It also means I have a name change. My new name will be... And it's R, and then it, the rest of it is, is right. redacted. Yeah. Okay. 
please call me by that name. If you dead name me, dead name me. Yeah, what? that's the dead name would refer to the name that you were born with. Gotcha. That you are no longer using. All right. If you dead name me or use any pronouns I am not comfortable with, I will politely tell you. I am telling you this because I feel like I can trust you. That was the email from the kid right. to members of the school. That was not shared with parents. But where do you draw the line as a school counselor if you're have I mean if you go to a, a therapist or, or a counselor, they don't have to tell the parent everything that goes on with the kid that the kid said during the session. Right. So if you're sharing something with a counselor at school, where does the privacy laws stop with that? That's that's gonna it's gonna be a huge legal question. It's really less about the yeah. whole the, the yeah. gender issue versus the you know what information gets spread back to the parents yeah. and, and yeah. what is allowed to. There, there, there's some, yeah, exactly. There's privacy disclosure sure. issues here. So I mean, you know, but this is the kind of stuff that uh, you know everyone is kind of struggling with yep. when it comes to understanding what it defines and what doesn't define you know gender and identity. So. Yeah, this is we're in a we're in a process here. So that's gonna be an interesting case. Yes, it's gonna take a long time to sort that one out. It's six forty four with back Steve and Dave. And coming up next in the mass hat, here's one that Steve will really enjoy. It's a drug bust at a marijuana store. It's also being called a convenience store. We'll give you the details straight ahead on Rock One O Two. This spring Rock One O Two celebrates an iconic Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's uh, 651 and The Doors with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. And Jim Morrison and Steve Nagel on vocals on that one. Well, Jim Morrison either uh, having an asthma attack or masturbating. I don't know which one I can I, I'm going to go with the asthma attack. Uh, uh. Sounds more like a wheezing you know, fight for breath. Does sound like the couple next door to me in my apartment complex. <laughs> yeah. Hello, I love goo. Yeah. <laughs> Jane Seymour coming up uh, next hour. She's got a brand new show on uh, the Acorn streaming service or AMC or wherever it's going to be. We'll be talking to her just after 7 o'clock. Right now, some stupid marijuana news. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. Well, today it's mass hats plural. It's the owners of a marijuana convenience store in Lumberton, New Jersey. Investigators there seizing $243,000 and more than 100 pounds of marijuana during an investigation into this alleged drug quote-unquote convenience store where customers were greeted by an armed guard in a bulletproof vest once inside the business on Route 38 in Lumberton, New Jersey. Shoppers surrendered their cell phones and then are scanned by a handheld metal detector before being buzzed into a back room. There, the edibles marketed in counterfeit packages that resemble popular food items, such as Cheetos, Lifesavers, mm. Nerds, and Skittles. Now, this is against the law. This is why they have problems in places like Denver, Colorado, where it's legal, because you can't do that 
with the packaging that might entice children. Right, 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 yes. right, right, right. Especially right. If, if they found it around the house or something like that. But in New Jersey, these people were trying to get away with it. One item even resembled, and I'm quoting here, a Cocoa Pebbles crispy bar with a picture on the package of Fred Flintstone with redness in his eyes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yabba dabba doo. Yabba dabba. I Doobie. don't feel like doing anything today. <laughs> yabba dabba doobie. That would that be right. Uh, yeah. This is a little bit more elaborate than mm-hmm. what we've seen around here. Right. There was a, before they closed all these vape shops. Mm-hmm. I won't say where, but you could walk into one of these vape shops. And I uh, I asked one time because I was looking for a battery for the vape that I bought from the dispensary. Right. And then the the guy says to me, "Oh, you know, you buy those at the dispensary. They're like forty to fifty dollars, or you could get them here for fifteen. Right? Really? I said I didn't know you had those. Oh yes. And then he takes out this case and mm-hmm. he opens up this case. And it has all these different names like uh, Skittles and, you know, but it's with a Z and, you know, sure. all these different uh, oh, names yeah. to do it. And the guy was selling them for 15 bucks. Hmm. No kidding. And then, uh, of course, you know, Charlie Baker put all the vape shops out of business. So right. that guy had, uh, had nothing to go on. But, uh, yeah, that was a little bit more inconspicuous than this guy. This, yeah, this, this, guy, place. this guy's right out in the open. Yeah, if you're hiring security and have to do a speakeasy door on your business, <laughs> somebody's going to find out about that. Is it like a special knock or a code word you have to <laughs> well, use to get back there? For, for this guy, it was, listen, I will not be here tomorrow, but if you come back, ask for Skittles and tell them that Raj sent you. Raj. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah. I'd be selling these out of the back of my car. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I don't know what the laws are in New Jersey, even for... I think they only have medical at this point. You used to live there, right? A long, long time ago. Yeah, Yeah, long before pot was even a deal. I remember when seatbelts became a thing, and we had to... In 1983, you had to start putting the seatbelt on in New Jersey. Mm Mm-hmm. What an outrage! I know. How dare they try to you save lives? That? I was yeah. I was the I was the beginning of that era. Yeah, the state that uh, won't let you pump your own gas until I guess just Recently. now. This, yeah, yeah, it's just they changed those laws. I, I kind of I like that rule. Yeah, the the gas pumping. Yeah, thing? somebody else comes out and pumps your gas for you. Well, yeah, All you got to do is sit in the car and hand the credit card well, out the on window. On a cold winter's yeah. day, sometimes the last yeah. thing you want to do is go sure. out there and, and pump your 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 car. Well, Cam Newton would love that, especially if it was a woman pump, pumping yeah. his gas, well, right? But that's man's work. There's a place in Westfield that still does that. <laughs> oh, do they really? Yeah, yeah. it's uh, DeGray's, I think, on uh, oh my gosh. Meadow yeah, Street. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Right, right. right around the corner from where you used to live. It, it, right around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they, they still do it. You pull up there, and the guy comes out and mm-hmm. uh, takes your uh, card and runs Does it. Did you and- check your dipstick? I think if you wanted him to check your dipstick, he would probably... I bet you if I said to the guy, can you check my dipstick, please? <laughs> he'd probably either punch me in the face or yeah. go under the hood and check the oil. Right, yeah. exactly. And, would- then he'd, and then he'd work on my car, if yeah, you know what I'm saying. See, we're yeah. just getting yeah. that. Uh, maybe he'd direct you to the back room for that as well. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny because you don't see those full-service stations anymore. No. Even, even uh, there was the food bag in, in West Springfield. That's right. Where they had somebody there all the time, and you just pull up, and the and the sure. guy would pump the gas for you. Yeah. I, well, what people didn't realize is you could go to either side of the island because it was like directional traffic, but the hose goes from one side of the car to the other. That's right. Yeah. I love the scene in Back to the Future when he first arrives 
in the past, and the entire team of people oh, from yeah, the Texaco run out and like they don't start do working they on don't the car. That. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, you see there they're, they're they're tearing down the old Pride station here in uh, East Long Meadow. Yeah, what right down there in the Rotary. I kind of like that one. You kind of you know tuck yourself right in. It's very hard to get in and out of. But I've never even noticed that when I've been through that Rotary. I go that way home all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, they're, they're they're basically you know they they oh, pull the tanks out this week and everything else on the left side as you're headed away from the station. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. I got it. Yeah. All right. So that's uh. Well, we needed two pride stations next to each other, and now there's only one pride. Station. Then we only half the amount of pride we had before. Ah. Yeah. See it's how that goes. 657 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Everyone has a project they want to finish. Sometimes it's a dream home improvement, and sometimes. The following takes place between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. It is 701 on Rock 102. We're going to have sunshine today with highs in the mid 60s. Then we're going to have low 60s with rain tomorrow. Then we're going to have low 50s and sunshine on Easter Sunday. The weather is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. No, excuse me. It's brought to you, well, we might as well throw them an extra. It's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai and by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. I'm sure Gary will be happy about that. There you go. A bonus. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Playoff basketball this Sunday in Boston. The Celtics hosting the Brooklyn Nets for game one of that series. Some concern about Jalen Brown, the Celtics star, because he's fasting during Ramadan, and that might affect his energy levels. We'll be keeping an eye on that. Meantime, the NBA fined Charlotte Hornets forward Miles Bridges 50 grand Thursday for throwing his mouthpiece into the crowd after he was ejected from the game. The mouthpiece hit a 16-year-old girl who was in the stands. He can't do that. And so that $50,000 fine is something Miles Bridges will have to uh, deal with during the offseason. Hockey, Ottawa over the Bruins, 3-2 last night. Our Springfield Thunderbirds in action twice at the Mass Mutual Center tonight and tomorrow night, both against the Charlotte Checkers. And golf at the RBC Heritage in Hilton Head, South Carolina, which is where our own Steve Nagel is headed on vacation. Cameron Young leads that tournament by two after an eight under 63. In other golf news, there's a 45-year-old man from Florida named Nathan Nelson. He was just sentenced to two years in federal prison for stealing 63 golf carts in seven states. It was worth over a quarter of a million dollars. And in baseball, the Red Sox were idle yesterday. They begin a series tonight against Minnesota, the home opener at Fenway against the Twins tonight. And the Red Sox and Ralph Devers, more than $100 million apart in contract extension talks. And on top of that, a recent offer to shortstop Xander Bogarts was said to be, quote, a slap in the face by one of his good friends. That's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next in Bax's view from the couch, that Tom Brady, quote-unquote, final touchdown football. Up for grabs? Maybe not. Stay tuned to Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, I'm crazy about officially licensed sports collectibles. Are you kidding me? I love that stuff. From my autographed set of Terry O'Reilly travel mugs, to my official Craig McTavish floor mats, to my rare and potentially valuable collection of Jean Rattel hand soaps, I've got them all. Of course, I own some stupid stuff, too. However, one thing is for sure. I never spent money on something that wound up becoming worthless, say, like a Tom Brady touchdown football. So I'm sure you recall, just after Tom Brady announced his brief retirement from the NFL, 
Some dopey sap purchased the very football that Tom Brady deflated to get that final touchdown of his career. 24 hours later, after this guy spent $518,000 on this thing, Tom Brady announces that perhaps he was a bit hasty in this whole retirement conversation. And so he comes out of retirement and rejoins the Buccaneers. Meanwhile, this guy with a football just saw his half-million-dollar investment completely evaporate right before his eyes, making this particular item the biggest waste of money since I bought those replica Kurt Schilling tube socks 18 years ago. Those things didn't age particularly well. Nevertheless, Leland's Auction House announced yesterday that in light of the Tom Brady's uh, current employment status, they've reached an agreement to nullify the sale of the football. Instead, they will now auction this ball off as just another Tom Brady touchdown ball. Folks, can you even imagine being the guy who bids that kind of money in a great piece of history only to find out that Tom Brady's refusal to quit is ruining him financially? I mean, thank goodness it's not, but I can't imagine how stupid you would feel if it happened to you. This is why I don't overspend. And this is why uh, and this is why my collection is timeless. And there ain't nothing that's going to change the value of my Guy Lafleur oven mitts or my Ken Hodge salt and pepper shakers. But give Tom Brady a day to change his mind on something and you could be looking for a one-way ticket to the poorhouse. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, how's your lawn looking? Go see Austin at the Agawam Rockies. Austin is all about lawn and garden, especially Scott's four-step and all this Scott's lawn stuff. How to plant, when to fertilize. Austin's your guy. Good people, rock-solid service, and Scott's lawn care at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Feels classic rock. It's 712 and Pink Floyd. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. It's a... Uh, oh. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's going to be uh, mostly sunny with a high of 69, Giggity. Tomorrow, uh, thunderstorms with a high of 65. It's 45 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, time to talk to another star, right? Uh, yes. On the phone with actress Jane Seymour. Hi, Jane. How are you? Hi, Jane. Hi. Good to have you on the on the show. Congratulations on the new show, Harry Wilde on, uh, on AMC. That's pretty exciting. It's really exciting, yes. I, I love the show, and, and so far, um, everyone's loving it, and uh, loving it more and more every time they, we put out new episodes. And we've got four out at the moment, um, and it's streaming, so you can watch it any time on Acorn. But a lot of people don't know where Acorn TV is, but uh, the good news is that uh, they're giving away a free month. If you want to watch me, you, just, uh, you can sign up and write, Jane in capitals, and uh, and you get to see Harry Wilde and everything else they have to offer. Explain a little bit about Harry Wilde. Well, um, Harry's real name is Harriet, Professor Harriet Wilde. She's a professor of English literature in uh, Trinity College, Dublin. And um, she quits because after 30 or 40 years, however long she's been doing this, uh, she's kind of fed up with the fact that a lot of her students just think it's, it's easy and they don't even have to show up to class. And she doesn't want to waste her passion for her subject. So she just quit with no idea what she's going to do. She um, decides she'll have a, go on a date with someone, went, goes out to find some wine and um, accidentally gets mugged. Uh, after this, she has to stay with her son, who's a detective, um, and realizes when she's bored and is looking through his paperwork that she knows um, some information that would help him catch this criminal because she realizes a similarity between the, what, what she sees in the paperwork and uh, a, a play from the Elizabethan times. So, Needless to say, her son is not amused, tells <laughs> her to get out of the house, and she realizes she's got to catch this guy. 
she's plus she's nervous a bit about being a, a, a you know mugged again so she gets the stun gun and then after a while realizes this young man who mugged her is actually is not a bad guy and she says you know you owe me so help me out here i'm 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 hunting a criminal and um and uh, so they become a team and they end up becoming a detective agency <laughs> just sure. the two of them an old old lady a little old lady who goes in disguise that's me and pretends sometimes to be um you know, a, a little old lady from Scotland or a, an Irish woman or a, or a superintendent. I mean, she goes undercover all the time. <laughs> and, uh, and he knows a man who knows a man who knows a man who can pick locks, find, find things, you know, break into things. And so uh, it, it's, uh, it's very amusing. Well, I, I got to tell you, yeah, the three of us here are, uh, are all men. We've all had mothers. And I can't think of a, th- a single thing I'd hate more than have to have my job being dictated by my mom based on literature I'd have to go back and read. I mean, I'd be, I'd just rather mow a lawn. <laughs> well, and yes, and she also corrects everybody all the time grammatically, Oh, you know, <laughs> so when she, you know, she says, people, you know, people are, are, are hanged, pictures are hung, you know, she says someone hung themselves. No, they hang themselves. Okay enough you know we, we, we're going to get killed any minute and now you're talking about grammar please well I, i'm the dave part and i was an english major in college so forget about your lawn mowing backs uh, i can identify with this this yeah, is great i tried to cram a whole semester of british <laughs> literature in four days at college and i was able to do it thank goodness but uh but but thank god i wasn't uh, trying to you know solve crimes at the same time i don't think i would have been the right guy to go to the great thing about this is that is is that when we re- refer to something of course in this day and age, you can go on your cell phone and look up the crib notes and ask, sure. ask Siri to tell you whether this actually happened, and you'll find out whether it did or not. So it, it's uh, it's actually quite enlightening too. And of course, she she turns him on to the subject while they're running around after these criminals. You know, reluctantly, he then finds himself actually interested in Heathcliff and Shakespeare and Romeo and Juliet. Uh, Jane, this is uh, Steve Nagel. I'm really looking forward to to, to watching uh, this program. I've been a fan of you ever since uh, the days of Dr. Quinn, and I'll tell you how I got into Dr. Quinn. I was in love with this girl in my class, and she really loved Dr. Quinn, and I'm like, <laughs> i got to start watching this show, and I started really getting into it so I'd have something to talk to her about, and then she dumped me like three weeks later for this <laughs> Joe Weeks, and she went to the prom with him, but I still stayed true to the show. I just wanted you to know wow, that. Wow, that's, that's a beautiful <laughs> Romantic. story. Romantic. That is. Wow. That's very romantic, and I'm very happy to hear that. No, it was a great show, and as you know, it still plays in 98 countries. I mean, it's... Wow. There are a lot of this generation now who are just discovering it for the first time, and mercifully, we're all, you know, talking about uh, the 1870s in the show, so it hasn't aged at all. (laughs) it, it, It was always... You know, going back in time, and then and it's still there, so that's good. But, but that and, must uh, that must you know, be. It's about how America was born, and sure, and you know, it's all the issues that we are dealing with today were happening in 1870. All of them. But th- that must be re- re- uh, rewarding for you as an actress to have. You know, I mean, th- this is something you did. You know, 30 years ago. And here it is. You can watch it whenever you want. Now it's not like you have to wait for it to become on syndication to be played on a on a TV channel. You could pull it up right on your Amazon account, I'm sure. But I'm, I'm sure that must be pretty rewarding to know that uh, people are still big fans of uh, the, that early work you did. Exactly. I, it really is, actually. And, 
I, I, you know, once in a while, when I look at my IMDb or whatever that thing is, I go, what? I did that much work? No wonder I'm tired. <laughs> I, I keep forgetting, you know, and then someone reminds me, and I go, oh, my gosh, yes, I did do 32 hours in Eastern Europe, you know, in, wow. in, in World War Two, and, and I, was, I was in Auschwitz, yes. I remember it now, it's all coming back. So I, I've had an amazing career. I mean, uh, I'm just so incredibly fortunate at my age to be working as much as I am. And um, and in a funny way, um, I really feel I'm doing my best work now. Uh, so I'm excited that I'm actually allowed to because, you know, there's not many people my age that get to work all the time. We're talking with Jane Seymour on Rock 102. I always find it interesting when Brits like you can do an American English accent. Can you? Do you find it difficult? No, I can do it right now if it makes you feel more comfortable. Oh, yeah. It doesn't make me feel no, uncomfortable. Actually, I've got a good... I've got, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually speaking uh, what we call standard American right now. But I can, you know, I actually from uh, Birmingham, Alabama. I have to actually wrap my head around and think of it. But, but uh, yeah, I could be cockney. I could talk... Uh, you know, of the East End of London and all that kind of stuff too. Nice. So uh, I could I could make my, my make my uh, voice whatever you want to hear. <laughs> you know, really got to, got to figure it out. Aussie, Aussie. Yeah. How about how about Aussie? To, to play this game, but I do do this. Uh, Aussie. Oh, I. Uh, you know what? I haven't studied Aussie, and I haven't been there. Well, I was there. You just got to garble and pretend you're having a seizure. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell you something interesting. Molly Matlin, who, as you know, with that brilliant film Coda, that just won the Oscar, yeah. mm-hmm. um, if anyone remembers that after what happened on, <laughs> at the Oscars. But um, when I, she's a good friend of mine. And the first, when we were hanging out together one time, she's looking at me with that look because she reads lips. And then suddenly I'm telling an anecdote. She's got someone translating for her. And I slipped into an American accent, you know, to mimic somebody. And her eyes went wide open, and she said, what did you say? What did you say? What did you do different? And I just said, I just spoke with an American accent. She said, now I understand you clearly, but when you speak with an English accent, I can't read your lips. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the name of the new show is uh, is Harry Wilde. It's on uh, Acorn to Stream uh, and AMC. Uh, Jane Seymour, it's always great to talk to you, and congratulations on the show. Thank you so much. And uh, I think it's uh, free streaming right now if you... Um, if you sign up and you do Jane in capitals. Great. Even better. Jane, would you do a quick ID for our show, please? Sure. So just say your name, and it's Bax, Steve, and Dave. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Jane Seymour with Bax, Steve, and Dave. There you Perfect. go. Thank, Thank you, you so you, much. Bax, Steve, and Dave on Rock 102. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. Join me Monday afternoons at... Yeah, the Kinks starting that whole transgender craze back in 1970. Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. Good morning. There I don't yeah. know if they were the ones who started no? it. I, no, I think it went uh, even well before that. Really? I, maybe, yes. Maybe they'll be uh, sued by four parents in Ludlow. Yeah, yeah I don't think so. Uh, Ray Davies uh, revealed some information that uh, I didn't approve of. <laughs> right? Yes, he hurt, he hurt me emotionally yeah. in 1970. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm looking for a payday. I'm going to sue the school system. <laughs> there you go. Hey, if uh, you miss any uh, episode of the Back uh, Stephen Dave Show, always check out the Daily Podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or on rock102.com. Baxi's musical podcast this week. My guest has been uh, Will Sargent from Echo and the Bunnymen. And on Monday, pretty cool conversation with Prescott Niles from The Knack. So we're going to talk about, uh, believe it or not, we're going to talk about My Sharona. 
Nice. No way. And other things, too. And the other songs. They actually they had, had three. <laughs> they actually had three hits. They What's did the other not. two? Uh, Good Girls Don't. Don't know it. You don't know that one? Nope. That was a, a, a hit. And then there was another one. Uh, whose and you title, don't even know that Off the one. top of my <laughs> head, I cannot recall. It wasn't that much of a hit. But uh, no, they weren't just a one-hit wonder. In fact, that My Sharona was the fastest-selling single the Capitol Records had had since 1964 with the Beatles. So it's actually a really interesting story about... Uh, you know their career and what he's done since, and that'll be available on Monday on rock102.com. Are they one of those guys that you go to the concert and they're like, sing my Sharona, and he says, no, no, we're not doing that tonight. No, that's, yeah. that was the Bay City Rollers. That was the Bay City Rollers. Yeah. Actually, last night, uh, from what I understand, there was somebody uh, who oh. was texting me. Yeah, me the, too. At the uh, the Brit Floyd show. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, every it, the show was supposed to start at 7 o'clock. 7.30. 7.30. There, people are waiting and waiting and waiting. No band shows up. Really? Finally, like around like an hour later, they finally announced that uh, the show's been canceled. But people have been sitting around there for an hour last night. The waiting natives for, were getting restless. They were get, half the crowd walked out. Wow! Because they're tired of waiting. I mean, you pay money for a show. You want the show to start you, on time. You want to see the show exactly. So that was a that was a pretty interesting uh, chain of events last night. Coming up next in the news, new hours for the Holyoke Mall here for Easter weekend and some Easter facts I bet you guys did not know. Coming up on Rock 102. Freedom Credit Union has always been about details. 733. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news and it is brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, enjoy April showers discount at uh, 60% off installation. Log on to yankeehome.com. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. Holyoke Mall will be closed Sunday in observance of Easter. However, the following places at Holyoke Mall will be open Sunday. 110 Grill with some Easter brunch. Round 1 Bowling and Amusement. Sumo, Japanese Steakhouse and Sushi Bar. And Planet Fitness. You know, um, people are probably not aware of this, but uh, back in biblical times, Mm -hmm. uh, I believe Jesus and the Apostles went bowling and so bowling is the long-standing catholic tradition especially on our our big holidays nice did they bowling did, they, bowling did you want to have, have a rush bowling did they have bowling shoes back there or just sandals no just uh they were bowling sandals and mm-hmm. uh okay. you know they'd uh you know they'd play a couple frames uh they'd go out to mm-hmm. you know enjoy some miracles that moses with the seven ten split Unbelievable. Well, he wasn't one of the apostles, but I got to tell you, no, but, uh, bl- just yeah. like the Red Sea, I get you're it. Damn right. Yeah. That, that's where it comes from. Comes from. Uh, comes wow. from Moses. Everything's biblical, isn't it? Hey, beginning today, the mall will increase operating hours on Fridays and Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. and on Sundays, normally from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Although, again, not this Sunday for Easter, except for those places I mentioned. Uh, as long as we're talking about Easter, here's a few facts you guys might not know. Some people celebrate Easter with soft pretzels. You know why? Why? It's the idea that the twists of the pretzel sort of look like arms crossed in prayer. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, that's uh, good. Yeah. I've heard that. I did before. not know that. Yeah. A long time ago. And the practice of decorating eggs is a Ukrainian tradition. And we have the Ukrainians to thank for that. Yes. Ornate eggs were called pishankas, which were made by using wax and dyes. And it wasn't until... Ukrainian immigrants came to the U.S. that the custom caught on here. Where are they putting their eggs right now? Are they having shell shock? Stop it. Are you Sen- done? That's insensitive. Are you done? 
I'm done. You got more? No, I don't. The Easter Bunny, by the way, will be at Holyoke Mall through April 16th. That's tomorrow in wow. Cafe Square for visits and pictures. Reservations need to be made online at whereisbunny.com. You know what a great Easter tradition is? What's that? What? Grabbing yourself a couple of sausages from Bearnats and uh, Chickabee. There you go. There now you're talking a great oh, yeah. Easter tradition. This and- is this is the time of the year they have the uh, the uh, police directing traffic over there because everybody loves those pierogies for they Easter do. time. They do. Yeah. I'm a, I'm you know, more partial to Millie's. I think they use less sugar in the uh, pierogies, yeah. but oh my god, those are delicious. And we were joking about the kinks and transgenderism a few minutes ago, and Ludlow. Well, we weren't really joking about transgenderism. Let's let let's not uh, you know let's not uh, offend. True. Well, we did mention Ludlow, and here's why. It's worth repeating this story at least briefly. Here, two sets of parents filing a federal lawsuit against Paul L. Baird Middle School and the Ludlow School Committee because. The school district violated their rights as parents by allowing transgender or gender-fluid students to adopt different names and pronouns without keeping the parents themselves in the loop. There seems to be a a privacy issue going on here because there was a letter that you read last hour about Mm -hmm. what the student sent to, I believe it was an administrator and a counselor or a teacher. Want me to recap that for you quick? Yeah, you can. Yeah. So the child wrote to his teachers and counselors, but not to his parents. Okay. Quote, I have an announcement to make. I trust you guys with this information. I'm genderqueer. Basically, it means I use pronouns. It also means I have a name change. Here's my new name. Please call me by that name. If you dead name me. Which, again, is what, Bax? It, a, a dead name is, is the, the name that they were born with. And when people who <laughs> transition to uh, to a new identity, a new gender, tend to pick their own a new name, mm-hmm. that's what they prefer to go with. So if you don't use my new name, if you dead name me instead, I'm not comfortable with that. And I'm telling you this, and I'm telling you this in confidence. Essentially, that's what the letter said from the child to only the school system and the parents were not (coughs) alerted about this and this is why uh yeah the lawsuit argues that the school district is violating parents civil rights by allowing (coughs) transgender or gender fluid students to adopt different names and pronouns yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it almost sounds like a setup like let's see what happens if i send this information to these teachers yeah and then they don't say anything to the parents Mm -hmm. oh you didn't tell me that this was going on we're going to sue you. It almost Except seems like you're you're trying to get a paycheck so, from exploiting your kids. In other words, the the parents and the child are in allegiance on this somehow. They're in cahoots. I, d- I don't know. I'm just okay. I'm 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 just speculating I can, I can why that, what I can see that more yeah. from a high school kid. I'm not sure I would necessarily see it from a middle school kid. Mm-hmm. But hey, you, you're right. I mean, who knows? Who knows? But I don't. I don't know what the uh, the protocol is on privacy. I mean, there's certain levels of privacy that I would imagine the school doesn't have to share with you everything that your kid tells you. Well, I don't. But see, here you go, because this is this will be the uh, a, a big question that's raised. Mm-hmm. What's considered privacy at the age of fifth, sixth, seventh, or eighth grade, and a parent? You know where where does privacy begin well, and end? Should should a parent have uh, you know be excluded from privacy issues when it comes to you know certain situations? But you know, not ex- exclusively about uh, you know you know gender issues, but about other issues too. We don't know how this was discovered then. 
do we? Which part of it? How this information came to be where if this kid was uh, writing an administrator or writing a teacher and a counselor, you know, how did that information come out? I, I don't think that's anywhere in the article. It says here the student disclosed that she was struggling with gender identity and the teacher offered support and to act as a liaison with the student's parents. Maybe that's when the information was disseminated. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting story. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a... Well, that doesn't sound like an awful thing. If you're trying to be a mediator between a kid who's afraid to tell their parents mm-hmm. that they have something going on with them. Right. Sure. But the parents are saying, you know, should, shouldn't we have been informed of this stuff? Yes. And I can, I mean, I can see that too. I mean, as a parent, if my kid were, you know, a, you know, acting in a certain, yeah. certain way, I want to know. But I, would, also, I would know about that if it were a disciplinary issue. But I think it also goes against all these these policies that we put in place of uh, this is your safe space. You can say whatever you want here, and nobody's going to judge you or uh, be your opinion uh, of right. you. It, what that I want to know what the expectation was of that student. What that student thought was what, like what the privacy policy is. Well, and we also don't know the situation at home that you know made the kid want to talk to. His teachers and and uh, and uh, at school was, as opposed to his his parents. There's a she. By okay, the way. Well, yeah, I'm just I'm just you just I'm who's, just, who's, I'm just pulling genders out of the sky. Well, here. I know, and it's confusing. So she was a she on her way to maybe a she well, a he. Yeah. Eleven years old. Eleven years old. All right. Nevertheless, I yeah. mean, as a parent, I would want to know this. Stuff. Yes, not of course. To, not to discipline my child away, away from this decision. But to at least be in, involved in their lives, and especially something that is dramatic and as important as their gender and identity. Yep. I'd want to know. Hey, in another story, remember that stuffed animal that had the ashes on the inside of it? Yeah. we talked about on this show? Yeah. Yes. Good, good news. Mary Mellinger <laughs> Kirk's tabby cat stuffed with the vial of her father's ashes has been returned. Fantastic. Sweet. Yeah, it was accidentally donated to a West Springfield Savers, and the Agawam woman, Ms. Kirk, posted to Facebook that she had received a package with no return address with the cat named Cheshire inside, intact, and unopened. So good news. That's great. Yeah. Good. Well, good. The person didn't want to have a reward, or the person just didn't want to be uh, mm-hmm. you know, noticed or have right. any attention brought to them, so they anonymously sent it back. I, uh, you know what? I, I, you got to respect that. You do, because you know there was no malicious intent there. It, obviously, this thing got dropped off at a, at a, at a Goodwill-type place. The thing was sold at some point. Somebody took it home. Probably got wind of this thing. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I just want to give this lady back the bear. Yeah. Hopefully they heard about it on this very yeah. show. And it's you know it's an innocent uh, issue. And I I could see maybe saying you know what to, you know keep your money. This is I'm happy to give this back. No, they heard about it on the Kellogg crew, and uh, we're yeah, not going right. to get any credit exactly. for it. Now. Finally, the word Easter has been removed from Easton, Pennsylvania's promotional materials for tomorrow's rescheduled egg hunting events. This follows a complaint from a resident there about the words religious associations. So it can no longer be deemed an Easter egg hunt, according to the mayor of Easton, Pennsylvania, Sal Panto Jr. Say egg hunt ten times fast. Egg Uh, hunt ten times fast. (laughs) 
I, I see what you're trying to do there, Steven. I'm not going to fall for it. I was, I was just saying. If you say yeah, it fast. yeah, you say that right. Yeah, I say got it to t- yourself. You're it, driving in oh, your car right now. Oh, just uh, shout it out. I knew oh, where it's you a tongue were going. twister. Yeah, yeah. I knew yeah. where you were and, going. And you know what? There's lots of people out there right now doing that very thing. Exactly. They're saying egg hunt rapidly mm-hmm. in succession, <laughs> and it sounds funny when you say it. That exactly. Way. And they're all in violation of FCC laws. If there were FCC laws in their automobile. Yeah, I don't think that's Coming up next, it's 744, by the way. Coming up next in Now Hear This, more Easter stuff, more from Elon Musk, and time and temperature hotlines are still a thing. We'll prove it straight ahead on Rock 102. Join the T-Birds. To Springfield's Classic Rock, it's 752 and Queen. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. It's uh, going to be really nice today. Uh, sunny and a high of 69. <laughs> it's uh, 45 right now in downtown Springfield. Now hear this. Now hear this. It's just the normal noises in here. You hear me? You're only hearing what you want to hear. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one from the Jimmy Kimmel show last night. I don't know if you heard, but Easter is this Sunday, so... This Sunday? Yeah. Kimmel had a reporter on the street getting comments from kids about Easter. Here it is. How does the Easter Bunny get to your house? He used the GPS. How does the Easter Bunny get around the entire planet in one day? He drives kids the Tooth Fairy. He catches a ride with the Tooth Fairy? Yeah. Do we know where the Easter Bunny lives? Um, from Easter Island. In Mexico? Easter Bunny lives in Mexico now, apparently. You know, uh... When did Easter become like the second Christmas of the year? Have you noticed this, this uh, gift giving thing? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, we we uh, always get the the basket of uh, of, of tooth damaging uh, yeah. candy, and then maybe like a gift. I think it's more like the Halloween, not the Christmas, because of what Max just said. I didn't know about the gift giving part of it. Yeah. Well, years ago, uh, I dated a girl, and we had uh, Easter dinner at her house, and mm-hmm. she had a young uh, she had a young niece, probably mm-hmm. about three or four at the time. Right. And uh, this was my first experience with. The family treating this, and this kid got clothes and toys, and it was like Christmas morning. And I was like, this is a little much. But then, like, moving on throughout life, you hear about other people doing this exact same thing. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, when did this... We got candy when I was a kid. The Mm -hmm. Easter Bunny bought candy. Right. That's it. Candy and boiled eggs. And hid some eggs. That was it. But that means egg salad for the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. I've got no problem with that at all. We- weirdly colored egg salad because the dye of the eggs runs onto the white part. True, but I can live with that. And who's the guy with the award-winning egg salad you guys keep bragging about? Barry, Barry Krieger. Krieger. Okay, looking yeah. forward to that someday. Uh, Clint- I don't think that you'll be no? eligible. <laughs> what? Why is that? Because <laughs> well, he's just not giving it to people he doesn't know. Uh, listen, oh. I already had a hard enough time letting Bax get in on this deal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Barry well. was my friend. Barry was, uh, was you know, we go out to lunch together. We invited you out to lunch, and you d- denied. Every time you denied. You know how many times I've been invited to this lunch? How many? Twice. Uh-huh. Uh, it was Please. more than that. No, it was and not. It was, and the only reason why we didn't invite you, because you're like, I'm busy that day. Well, oh, yeah, because I was. You had you, were, you you picked an inconvenient day. Listen, with, uh, with uh, no, I, my girlfriend's asking me, do I have a problem with her Easter basket? I don't have a problem with the Easter baskets. Well, she's looking for the, uh, an argument now? She's looking for an argument. It's only... 
during hey, a listen, holy week, it's week, only seven fifty-five in the morning during Holy Week. I know. Can you imagine that? Wow. Uh, separate you two and you and your girlfriend, Steve. Uh, listen, Dave. <laughs> if I asked, if you asked somebody out to lunch, <laughs> yes, multiple times, yes. and they've always said, "I'm sorry, I'm busy that day." Would you bother asking them again? I'd move on to another Match.com profile. That's, that's right. What I would yeah. Yeah. Swipe okay. left. There All we go. Right. <laughs> All right. Clip number two. Yes. Elon Musk of Tesla fame, not the band, but the company. He's now trying to buy Twitter, the whole thing, but not to make money. Here's Elon Musk about Twitter. This is not a uh, way to sort of make money. My strong intuitive sense is that having a public platform that is maximally trusted and broadly inclusive is extremely important to the future of civilization. So I don't care about the economics at all. This is going to freak people out if he makes a lot of changes to Twitter and you know makes it like... Well, if he uh, could make it less of a noxious cesspool, I'm yeah, all for it. Right. And maybe non-political... So that it's not dominated by one side or the other. I think that's his goal here. Be about time. Kind of cool, right? Yes. And clip number three, all about those time and temperature hotlines that were once all the rage, right? We always called those when we just started off in radio, probably, right, Bax? Um, yeah, you know, to get like the right temperature, sure. Sure. Uh, it's still apparently a very popular thing. Millions of calls are placed to time and temperature hotlines. Next thing you'll be telling year. is that like party lines are still a thing. I don't know. So one guy named John Lockridge bought a hotline in Dallas after it shut down back in 2011. Now this guy owns hundreds of time and temperature lines in other cities like New York, Chicago, and Dead Horse, Alaska. And people are still calling these things. They are. And if you Google time and temp hotline in your area... There's a pretty good chance you'll find one. Now, I did that this morning. There's not one in Springfield, but there's one in Hartford. Shall we give it a shot? All right. Sure. This is the number you yeah. gave me? Yeah. All right. Let's, yeah. uh, let's see here. All right. Yeah. Time and temp hotline. Let's see how accurate it is. Just a moment. Oh, I'm sorry. Got to dial on a, ni- a nine first, maybe? Reached- uh, okay. I'll try it again. A nine and All then. Right. There. Do we have any dialing music we can go along with us? Here we go. Thank you for calling FreeWeatherCall.com. Your forecast and special features are coming right up after a word from our sponsors, special offers, and any system updates. Oh, oh boy. Stay on the line after your forecast to learn about all the other information provided by Free Weather Call. Is your lawn prepared for the seasonal adjustments needed? To oh keep my it God! I gotta wait through a, a commercial. Basic lawn care this is how they monetize it. Keep your lawn healthy and attractive. Speak with a specialist. Press one now. Well, I'd almost rather do that. <laughs> well, we could try it again. Let's get this. Let's see. The current time is seven fifty-eight a.m. Dead on. Where okay. The current temperature is fifty degrees Fahrenheit. Hmm. I got 45. I got 45. Again, this is a Hartford hotline. All right. Okay. All right. 48%. All right. So there you go. I've heard enough. Well, maybe we could call back next hour and talk to that specialist you were talking about. (laughs) I like the fun. I like the old movie phone. I used to be the voice of the uh, movie phone. You did? I'd be like, hello and welcome to movie phone. If you know the name of the movie you'd like to see, press one. Using your touchtone keypad, please enter the first three letters of the movie title now. You've selected 
Agent Zero? <laughs> if that's correct, press one. Ah, uh, you've selected Brown-Eyed Girl? <laughs> Why don't you just tell me the name of the movie that you want to see? Hey, that's now Hear This with back Steve and Dave, the 102-second sports coming up next on Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 812 and ACDC with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Yeah, love ACDC. And if you're a surgeon out there and you're working to ACDC, you were probably working a little faster to stitch something up. Congratulations, and you're welcome. What about, um, what about the ones that swing both ways, mm. ACDC? You bring up a very good point, Steve. I don't know how to even answer that. Yeah, we have been Name talk- a song and that I just quoted from. We, we have been talking transgenderism. Well, let's... Uh... Let's talk about something else, though, because, uh, okay. you know, uh, today happens, and we really haven't uh, talked much about this today, anyway. Today happens to be uh, opening day at Fan Friendly Fenway Park. Officially opening night. Well, 2 o'clock this afternoon. Oh, is it? I, got, I must yeah. have gotten that wrong, then. I'm sorry. Who yeah. wants to go to the world's giant toilet? <laughs> Come it, on, Steve. It, Steve, they're dropping, like, $400 million in upgrades to the place, and uh, and uh, so it's going to be, like, a different experience when you go in there. There are already... Already, people who have been through Fenway and they say, "Hey, you know, it's like it's like a different place." Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything is uh, set up to be more uh, consumer friendly, mm-hmm. and they're they're doing some yeah. things that will be big changes for uh, for Red Sox fans. You know what I really liked uh, going to a game during the pandemic when they were allowing people, but there was nobody there. Yeah, which was awesome. It was the best way to enjoy a baseball game. You're kind of right about that. It was. I mean, there was <laughs> no crowds. Yeah. A little more room. Yeah. You could stretch out across two seats. There's a hell of a lot more. What, what they had was like, uh, we had four seats uh, for this game that we were at. And they were pretty good seats. It was the ones we had from here, you know, from yeah. the, from the yeah. thing. Uh, they give them to us as employee incentives every once in a while. <laughs> but not very often. But I, I had uh, four of these tickets. I uh, took my friend and her, uh, and then my daughter's friend, her daughter and her friend, and we all went. It was. We drove right into. We parked right outside of the stadium. There was no traffic yeah. at all. This was like the you know probably April of last year when they opened up the right yeah the the ball games again. It was awesome. It was the best. Good way of seeing it. Well, yeah. well, what are the changes you're talking about, Bax? What's well, going on? There's a, there's a couple of things here, and uh, you know, they, they, there are menu changes and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I mentioned that during the view from the couch the other day. But one of the biggest changes. Uh, that's going to happen at Fenway Park is they want to go cashless. Hmm. So if you're going to spend money at Fenway Park, and they want you to spend money at Fenway right. Park, they would prefer not to take cash. So, for example, uh, they showed off on Wednesday these self-scanners that will allow anyone uh, to uh, to buy their, their stuff either through like a like a touchscreen ordering mm-hmm. system, right? Or you can order it from your seat, okay. And I don't know if you go and you get it, or if they bring it to you, or or what it is. But no cash is to be exchanged. Now here's the weird thing, because they're kind of doing this in other places too, like Gillette Stadium and the TD Garden are both requiring you that if you want to spend cash, you have to convert that money to a prepaid Mastercard, <laughs> basically a debit card. So you're ba- you're basically loading this card up with cash and then spending it that way and while you're at Fenway specifically MasterCard so is this are they in league with that particular 
outfit, well, Mastercard. Or? There with with Mastercard, mm-hmm. uh, Gillette requ- Gillette Stadium requires mm. the conversion to a Visa card. Oh, okay. The TD Garden, gotcha. uh, With Bruins and Celtics games, same thing. Okay, it's to a Mastercard. Now here's the here's the weird part about it. Massachusetts law uh, clearly says that retailers cannot discriminate discriminate against people who want to pay with cash. Sure. The the law is now being questioned as far as whether or not the sports stadiums in Massachusetts can get away with that. Maura Healy's mm-hmm. already looking into it because the law says they must accept legal tender. Right. In other words, cash, not get not credit cards right. not prepaid debit cards cash but they have already switched the infrastructure mm. over to go cashless so you're going to have to rewrite the laws or else there's going to be lawsuits from people just looking to cash yeah. in so to speak this well, is ridiculous i think it's stupid because i mean i understand you know, how most people you know don't use cash don't carry cash but there are some people that just prefer it you know less chance of of being defrauded, uh, you I know, whatever, whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm always carrying gobs of cash on yeah. me, and it, like in my shoe, my pockets, and my wallet. So I got, in your I got bra. Ca- every, in, yes, in my in my man's ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always got cash. Set yourself up for being robbed, though, at gunpoint, <laughs> because if that happens, then you like turn your pockets inside. I say, I got nothing. Yeah. But I you got know what? nothing. When it comes down to uh, for th- throwing down, mm-hmm. uh, Dave. Uh, I don't give up. I don't. I don't give up that easily. I'll be. I'll. I'll swing fists for hours mm-hmm. to to save yeah. a buck. Now, when you uh, transfer your money over to this Visa gift card, are there fees involved in that? Uh, there are oftentimes fees yeah. when you do it anyway. Sure. And what happens if you don't spend all your money there? Can you use this gift well, card? Some, you can use this point. MasterCard it, somewhere else. If point. it's a Visa or a MasterCard, you probably can use it anywhere. But again, unnecessary fees that people don't want to pay. Right. That's well, ridiculous. So I'm looking into the story a little bit more. There's three so-called reverse ATMs inside Fenway Park. Cash customers can make the changeover, and there are no fees to convert the money into the card. But is there a fee to use the that's card? That's what I'm getting. That is, that's the good And if you don't use the card within a certain amount of time, does your money start coming off it? There's plenty of those gift cards. We've had gift cards given to us through our employer that, hey, uh, by the way, you can't use these at restaurants. Yeah. And, uh, or at stores. Yeah. Or if you don't use it within 30 days, we start taking three bucks a month off the total. To the point where if you don't use it, you could actually be using a card that's well, got no dollars on it. Listen. Whoops. If they go ahead with this thing, right, mm-hmm. this should be the slogan. The Buckner stops here. Hey! Ooh, and, then you, to you. and then you buy the MasterCard. Wow. Visa gift Sports card. reference from Nagel over I'm there. I'm telling you. What's happened to him? And yeah. Because that was the best uh, baseball player that the Red Sox ever had was Bill Buckner. Listen, uh, say what you want about Billy Buck. Had it not been for the World Series, not been for the World Series, he'd be in the Hall of Fame today. That's a fact. Yeah, three... 3,000 hits in yep. his career. Yep. Many, many brilliant years playing with the Cubs. Dude should be in the Hall of Fame. A good fielder except for one play. One day, and that defines his entire career. By the way, the latest in this MasterCard versus cash debate is a European company named Walletmore. They're installing microchips in your hand now that are the size of a grain of rice that carry the information you would have on a credit card. So yeah, all you need here. to have – yeah, all you need to do is wave your hand – in front of 
whatever it is you're trying to purchase. Yeah. Well, Bam. <laughs> I already got the chip implanted uh, in me from Bill Gates. I don't need another chip uh, going on. That's why we the, all yeah. got vaccinated. So yeah. we could do because <laughs> we could live this way. That chip costs three hundred bucks to have implanted. I just, you know, to me, there are certain things that I just prefer to pay with cash. Mm-hmm. I just do, and I, and maybe it's because I don't want to pay the interest. Maybe it's because I, you know, you know, over time, it's like it's like it's just sometimes easier to hand you a bill, and uh, maybe the change I'll leave as a tip. There's only one thing I pay, pay pay cash for right now, and I did it yesterday. I got the haircut. Just past, what's the place? Past the, the rotary down there? Oh, Tony's. I went, I had the haircut at Tony's, and I like it because then you give them, you know, an extra 10 bucks with the, sure. ca- you know, just boom, there it is. Yeah. Well, I'll, yeah, I, it depends on whether I got, I've got cash mm-hmm. and or, or, or not. Well, if I, I don't always, have any cash on me, I'm happy to pay for a card. No, I always go in with cash to, to, that, to that place to get my haircut. Right. So that's the only place I pay cash anymore, and that's it. I don't pay cash anywhere. I pay cash if I have it on me. Yeah. I mean, most of, for the most part, I'll use my debit card. Mm-hmm. I uh, take the advice of Steve Weissman uh, very seriously. Scam aside guy? Yeah. I have two different debit cards. One is my actual, like, the financial uh, thing that I pay my bills out of and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. But if I'm purchasing things, I have another bank account that's disassociated from that one that I put money into uh, in order to, in case the card gets stolen, the number gets stolen and somebody starts charging stuff on it, right. it's only going to affect like, you know, $500 worth of stuff versus, you know, uh, my savings account and all that stuff. See, I don't, I don't use a debit card. I use a credit card. I got a, you know, an ATM card, but I don't use a debit. I use a debit card for, or I use a credit card for like pay all my bills because I get the flight rewards from the sure. from paying the bills on it. It right. makes sense if you pay it off right away, which you should anyway. You know. Yeah, but, but look at you now. You're you're going away on vacation. Yeah. And you're driving. So much those points did for you this time. Mm-hmm. Well, because that was <laughs> well. I need those points for another trip that I'm taking. There you go. Right. And uh, there was no way I was going to. It was $10,000 to fly down to Savannah through Delta. It's re- <laughs> it's outrageous. And it was like, for an extra $500 a ticket, you can get in first class. And I'm like, oh, great. Another, uh, you know, $1,500 on top of that. That's one way. Outrageous. I wasn't going to do it. You could, Ridiculous. If, if you were in first class, you'd avoid the uh, people playing with themselves back in coach. That's where they should be playing with themselves. <laughs> That's where they in usually first cla- play with themselves. <laughs> <laughs> because they're so excited and turned on that they're sitting in first class. Yeah, that, uh, that hot towel gets you going. No friend. kidding. That's the truth. So anyway, if you're going to go to Fenway today or throughout the weekend or any time during the season, be prepared okay. that they don't really want your cash. Gotcha. Sons of bitches. It's 822 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 1. Rock 102 with back Stephen Dave and Georgia Satellites, who ironically are from Georgia. Who knew? Uh, going to be uh, sunny and nice today with a high of 69. It's going to be 48 right now in downtown Springfield. Oh, there you have it. Uh, let's see. Uh, next week, uh, Scott Cohen. I think there's a chance that Marty Caproni will be joining us. Nice. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a few other things. But that's that's, that's like uh, that's a whole several days away. Yeah. Uh, Marty will be in here next Thursday. He's got some stuff going on with MGM. Oh, good. Yeah. Yes, I did. I did read about that. 
Uh, don't forget, aside from the podcast, we also got the, are we calling it the best of show on Saturday morning? What is the actual? Uh, I think we're still calling it the weekend edition. The weekend edition. Yeah, okay. that's uh, that's tomorrow. It's called the pretend we're here show. Gotcha. Yeah. The, we, we are absolutely here. Oh, in spirit. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be uh, leaving immediately after that, and you're going to be going to your son's <laughs> wedding immediately after that. Well, no, right? I'm, go- I'm going to Mr. Whippy's tomorrow afternoon oh, at, yeah, uh, right. at 1 o'clock for the grand opening, grand reopening, or Grand opening. It is grand opening. Yeah, and you it used to be called something else. Now it's, but it's at uh, it's that uh, where the the uh, the batting cages used to be over it, there. It's on Union Street in Westfield. I do remember that very well, Mister Whippy. There you have it. Yeah. We have news coming up next on Rock Eight Thirty Three. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock One Hundred Two. It's time for news. Brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So if you're headed to the marathon on Monday in Boston, just a warning, backpacks, large handbags, coolers, and other stuff, discouraged. But if you're feeling unsafe, no reason to feel that way, no credible threats to Boston or the Boston Marathon in the wake of the New York City subway shooting, this all courtesy of the Massachusetts State Police, who are said to be, quote, well-prepared to respond to any situation this coming Monday. So should I have not? Backed out of my training? Should I Should I still choose to run? Cowardly of you, Bax. Cowardly. You should have keep it, you know, just never take anything for granted. Don't bring your Instapot to Boston this weekend. Well, I'm not going to because, one, I don't have uh, enough extension cord. <laughs> God. Where are you going to plug that thing in anyway? I, well, exactly. My yeah. point. A 23-year-old Amazon driver arrested and charged after climbing on top of a nearby garage to film... A young girl naked in her bedroom. This happened in Massachusetts. Happened in 2021. Jacob Guerrero, on top of the garage attached to the 11-year-old's home, filmed her while she changed in her bedroom in Norfolk. Unbelievable. Hello? Officials saying Guerrero is also accused of taking upskirt photos at Rentham Outlets as well. He's got a history of that kind of thing. Jesus. Meantime, two weeks after losing at the State Court of Appeals, Eversource has resolved its decade-long property tax dispute with the city of Springfield by cutting a check for over $41 million. Springfield Mayor Dom Sarno proudly held that check aloft yesterday. Mayor Dom Dom won the publisher's clearing house. And even though Ed McMahon, God rest his soul, isn't here to deliver me the check, I got it right here in my hand, and I'm holding it with two hands just in case it doesn't bounce. Yeah, big smile from Mayor Sarno, and the yeah. picture is on MassLive.com and other news la- outlets this morning. I wouldn't mind uh, someone bestowing upon me a $41 million check. I would take that. I wouldn't even mind Dom Dom buying us lunch. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what? We'll take uh, $300 out of the pot, and we'll give you, everybody gets a lunch. Yeah, you bring up a good point. Let's go to Red Rose. Who wants the red, red Rose on everybody? All right. Well, yeah, we've known those for all my friends. We have known Dom Sarno for 27, 28 yeah. years. Where is our free lunch from that guy? You've never had one? No. He's a public servant. He doesn't have the money to take anybody out to lunch. <laughs> Listen, his, his salary is public record. I know yeah. he could probably squeeze out a lunch. You know what this $41 million means? It means I'm rolling in D's and got a good-ass job. God bless. Bada-bing, bada-boom, Dom Sarno. 
Maybe he's listening right now and he'll take us up on the request. Maybe he yeah, will. I'll take you dingbats out to Red Rose or someplace who, else. Who wants a Stromboli, huh? Who wants a <laughs> dumb, dumb Stromboli? I won't even buy you lunch. I'll make it for you. <laughs> That's even better. It who, is a good Friday. That means it would be a holy Stromboli. Yeah. Who wants a hot manicotti in their mouth, huh? <laughs> we are talking about food, right? Yes, we are. Oh, okay. yes, of yeah. course. Hampton District Attorney Anthony Galuni launching a program yesterday to attract a more diverse group of aspiring attorneys. Future lawyers of Springfield kicking off with its first reception last night at Western New England University's Law Center, collaborating with Galuni in order to maybe draw some more interest from students of color into the legal profession. Listen, do you want to be uh, known as some sort of shyster dirtbag for the rest of your life? Then come join the law team <laughs> here in Springfield. Well, that ought to do it. Yeah, do you like chasing ambulances? Not, I know you do. Not every attorney is a shyster dirtbag. There's got to be at least one or two of them out there that aren't. There's... Yeah, one or two. I'm not saying. I mean, proportionally uh, speaking. Oh well, yeah, there's been some great lawyers. F. Lee Bailey was a great lawyer. No, he was a dirtbag. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, uh, Robert Shapiro. Uh, he had his moments too. Uh, Robert Kardashian. Things didn't work out so good. For no. him. Ironside. Yeah, whatever to happen to Ironside. I don't know. That guy. A, that, in, that's a really old reference, Steve. Sorry about that. Raymond Burr did the entire show in a wheelchair. I think my mother, my grandmother watched. It. Yeah, probably show. right. Mark, that that and Matt, she used Mark, to watch. I, she used to watch wheels. that Matlock and uh, what's the other one? Murder She Wrote. Yeah, those are good shows, yeah. man. They're real good. There's a 69-year-old man from Springfield's gone missing. His name is John Karkovich. Left his home Wednesday without a phone or ID. And the Springfield Police Department asking for the public's help in finding the man. He's 5'10". He weighs about 260. Last seen wearing a green shirt, blue jeans, a black jacket, white sneakers with glasses. Call the Springfield Police if you've seen this man. He's still missing. And no longer missing is that stuffed animal we talked about on this show. This is good. Yeah. Mary Mellinger Kirk's tabby cat stuffed animal that had the vial of her father's ashes inside has been returned to her. It was accidentally donated to West Springfield Savers, and the Agawam woman, Ms. Kirk, recently posted to Facebook that she received a package with no return address that had the stuffed animal named Cheshire intact and unopened. Very cool. Great news. Glad she got that back. That's, uh, you know, that uh, says something. That says a lot about the person who sent it back. Mm -hmm. They weren't looking for that reward because there was a reward money that was involved in that kind of thing, right? Yeah, you know, there's some people that uh, would you just would that that's all they would think about mm-hmm. would be getting the reward. Mm-hmm. But you know, clearly this was like a you know an innocent thing, and all by accident. And and uh, you know they had the 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 uh, the stuffed bear. You know, I'm not sure I would have taken the money. Like, yeah, like you know, keep your money. Sure, I'm well, ha- I'm happy to do I'm happy to do this. I'm glad yeah. it's in the right hands. I don't need to, I don't need the reward yeah. for this. Right. You like the bear? Take the bear. Come on. Well, and do what, it as a personal favor. Take the bear. What are you going to do with ashes that belong to somebody else anyway? I mean, come on. Well, true, but I mean, do I really feel? I mean, I, to me, it's like, you know, how would I feel taking this person's money? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Keep it. Go. Hey, you go. Can- have to have a party or something. You can play Ash Wednesday with the bear. There you go. Hey, look. Rub my little thumb in there and put it on his forehead. Mm-hmm. Mm. You? He's the blaspheming East. bastard. I'm just yes. saying. On Good Friday, no less. Here you are. I was cracking answering. wise on Good Friday. <laughs> 
Never mind. Yeah, th- not even thinking about the sacrifices of our Lord. I uh, was just answering Dave's question of what do you do with ashes? Somebody else's ashes. You can play uh, Ash Wednesday. No, you return it and don't take the reward money. By the way, the ashes of a human being are not the same as the ashes that you find at the because uh, they're burned palms at the uh, right. church. Right. Uh, burned bodies are completely. They're different. totally different. Yeah, it's more like a it's like a cat litter. By the time it uh, you get the you get it all back, uh, I would ashes are like grape nuts. That's what it looks like. Mm. <sighs> Is that what it looks like? Yeah, they're little hard little chunks. Yeah, they don't taste like very good litter. with milk. <laughs> Either do grape nuts. <laughs> the Green River Festival up in Greenfield mm-hmm. announcing yesterday with the. Uh, their big event coming up June 24th through June 26th at the Franklin County Fairgrounds that they've added new artists to join the already diverse slate of performers. Raylan Baxter, the Ryan Mott Blue Band, Dust Bowl Revival, Golden Shoals, and others will join headliners Lake Street Dive. Have you ever seen Lake Street Dive? Yes, I they have. They are fantastic. Yeah, they are. Yes. Also, Father John Misty will be headlining, <laughs> along with other notable acts like Guster, Ripe and galactic. I'm surprised uh, Peter Wolf isn't on the bill. He's usually up there every year. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. We, we've uh, we've talked to him uh, about that thing, right? Yeah. The, the Green River Festival. He used to he used to go up there uh, quite a bit. What about Yo Yo Ma? Isn't he hanging out in the Berkshires? Couldn't Yo Yo Ma? <laughs> he could make a little excursion from the Berkshires to you know, Greenfield. All, it's all kinds of celebrities that hang out in the Berkshires, mm-hmm. uh, like you know during the. Like the summertime, like mm-hmm. a lot of summer stock theater. Sure. Like, James, James Taylor. I met that lady from the 70s show there. That's right. That's right. Hey, you know, Lewis Black sometimes does like a theater in, uh, is it Williamstown up there? Yeah. 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 He'll sometimes do that. A recent guest on this show? That's right. Hey, a woman walking in downtown Greenville, South Carolina, Wednesday, near where you'll be on vacation shortly, Steve. Mm-hmm. She was pushing her child in a stroller when a man came up and hit her in the face with a plate of whipped cream. Why? Nobody knows. Police are now trying to find the man who carried out the crime and shared a photo of him that was caught on a surveillance camera. Police also say there have been multiple incidents of this occurring during the day. People getting hit with plates of whipped cream in South Carolina. Anyone with information about the suspect is asked to contact police. So look out, Steve. When you're on vacation. Did you guys ever watch the uh, Three Stooges? Sure. When you were kids? Yeah. You ever watch the Three Stooges, yeah. Steve? Every time one of the episodes broke out into a pie fight, mm-hmm. is there a part of you that wish, hey, you know what? I wish I could get into a pie fight. Sure, just like the food fight in Animal House, too. Yeah, but mm-hmm. like the pie fight was always, uh, I mean, that was always a big deal. Right. The big uh, Three Stooges pie fight. Mm-hmm. And it always looked like it was a, like a lot of fun. You know, you're throwing pies at the, in people's faces, and they look mm. like real pies back then. Yep. They weren't they weren't faking it. Yeah, they, people ducking just in time to avoid it. Yeah. Maybe ducking twice and then getting it the third time. I would love uh, to be in a big giant pie fight. All right. Well, we could. why don't we make it an event yeah. here at Rock 102? Uh, I think if any one of us is going to get creamed in the face, it's backs, like he normally does up at that swallow hollow. Hey, right, you know what? Listen, I'm not going to sit here and take that kind yeah. of abuse. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but hey, enough of my cream in my face. Okay, you know what? Don't make me come over there the day of your vacation. I think we should do it. Hey, no more nudity at Key West's annual Fantasy Fest. Sorry to hear that, Steve. Mm. 
My favorite pastime's gone. Yep. Fantasy Fest is an annual event in Key West. City leaders deciding recently that they want to transform the event into a positive, clean festival enjoyed by both residents and visitors. So no more nudity. Nah, what's no the key point? breast. Yes. Yeah. What a shame, right? You ever been to Key West before? No. I've always either. wanted to go. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Especially the uh sundown ceremony that they have on the on the dock there. Every, they have a every Gordon day. Lightfoot uh ceremony there? No, but that would be a good addition to it mm-hmm. if you're gonna do sundown. Yeah. I like it. Beautiful that song. You sure it is. It's eight forty five with back Steve and Dave on Rock One O Two, and that's your news. Convenient car purchase.